heaven and begin to bless God. He's given you this wonderful opportunity to commit with Him. He has come differently to visit you and bless you differently. He's admonishing you to worship Him according to the lyrics of that song. Bless His name, magnify Him, glorify Him, lift Him on high. There is none like unto Him. Worship Him. In Jesus' name we have prayed. To, our Father and our God, to, we thank you for to, this opportunity. You've given us once again to listen to you. We're asking for your divine direction. And let the words that will come be from you. And let these words bless our hearts. And reform us for a better future. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Can you keep give Jesus a clap offering? Hallelujah. Please, I want your response to allow me to know that you are following me. Are we together? I want first of all to thank God that has given me this opportunity to be here. Uh, I left hurriedly. If you see me trying to gather myself, I've been so engaged. Seriously, since July came, there is no day, and no Sunday, I don't start like this to minister. I give God the glory in Jesus' name. I was fortunate that today I was designed to be here and I have come. I want to, the Bible says in the house of the God there is what? Fullness of joy and in his presence there is what? Oh, we don't read the Bible. There are pleasures forevermore. So don't allow anything to distract your attention now. Not even what I will say. You came here to see God. True or false? You came here to worship God. Am I communicating? Please, respond. Let me hear well. And that God you came for, He doesn't invite you to send you back the way you came. As you've come to His presence, you go back different in Jesus' name. Before I proceed, I want to correct one impression. Because there is a proverb, proverbial saying that, that, uh, that has it that whatever you permit in life remains permanent. I observe that my people cannot even spell my name. I used to see it and I talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But it has, I think it wants to be permanent. That's why I have to correct it now. I have two names, authentic. You don't call me Frank, I am, but my Frank is with X C at the end, not K. Legitimate name. And then I have Ime. That's right. Can you see the spelling? That is the correct spelling of my name. Please, whenever, whatever, let it reflect that way. I hope you are not angry. God bless us in Jesus' name. I say, God bless us in Jesus' name. 
I came in, look at things every day, things are turning anew. And because you are God, it's a God that renews. You continue to renew you in Jesus' name. I asked the question, why are my choristers not in uniform? But I was immediately given the answer by the chapel rep. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want us, before I go into sermon, I want to encourage those of us that are just coming. There is nothing that will save you as serving God. I don't know if you know that song. It's best to serve Jesus I speak from my heart. Do you know that song? Okay, let's sing it together. Jesus, I speak from my heart. that has been a source of success to many of us. No matter what it takes, you don't know that little thing you are doing to God. Whether it is that one will, will take to serve you, to help you. I don't want to contradict it because a lot of people when we talk about doing something to, for God, to inherit benefits, they will put portions. I know that in Ephesians chapter number 2 verse 8, he says salvation is by grace. In Matthew chapter 24 and verse 13, he says, He that endures to the end shall be shall be saved. What is happening? If you want to look at it parochially, those are conflicting statements, but no, they are not conflicting. They are not conflicting. If you read um, that Ephesians 2.8, there is a phrase that the Jews have been which refers to the past. Will be. Refers to the word? Presence. So it is not conflicting. Don't allow people to deceive you that uh, whether you do something or not, you'll be safe. No. God uses that. I am not talking about service of going to heaven now. I am talking about savings from physical death. You will save from physical death. There are differences. If I go to talk, talk about that, it will take some time. So please, I want to encourage you to come in. This university has this chapel as an umbrella body that covers you. And if you have a problem and you are identified that as a chapel member, please, I want to assure you that your problem will be lightened. There's a way of making it to be lighter for you because you are serving who? God, who knows everything and can do all things for you. So I want to encourage you to come in, not just coming in, get yourself involved, but spread in church work and you see that God will 
Karoket your blessings in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Today is 20. 25. 2 plus 5 is what? 7. And in scriptural enumeration, it says 7 is the number of what? Perfection. I want to say that God will perfect all that concerns you today in the name of Jesus. Do we know that 7 also has so many significant meanings? If you permit me, let me just give you, I should give you seven more. Let me reduce it to about three. But on, before I go to seven, the 25th day of July, 25th of July, let me give us three things that happened. Three things that happened. We've always said about Emperor Contestine. On this day, 27th, 25th of July, he abolished mechanic sacrifices that were made in his country. He put it, he stopped it. That was an intervention of God. Hallelujah. In 1978, we had a birth of the first test tube baby. It was 25th July, 1978. 78. I like giving you history so that that will bring you up. And uh, that happened in England. Again, the last one in 2007, 25th July, India had the first female president. Women, hallelujah. The last one I will say now is on 25th July 206 on 25th of July today, today we have run 206 days we are left 159 days and we will be saying goodbye to 2021 welcome to 2022 by the grace of God you will be there God will take you there I say God will take you there Hallelujah. And then seven, the Bible was originally divided into seven, seven sections. Seven sections of the Bible. I will not go there, I will just say like that so that we have time to discuss. In the Bible also, in the Old Testament, we have seven persons that were called men of God. You will know them. Abraham was there, Debbie was there, Joshua was there, Elisha was there, and a whole lot of them. We have seven days in a week, true or false. So seven is when God came with creation, he used seven days. So seven also is the number of creations. Without wasting your time. Put your Bibles up. Let me see. You have a Bible? Raise it up above your head. Raise it, raise it. A lot of people come to church without Bible. So we'll go with hard phone and say, eh? I want to see your Bible. There is something more than gold. There is something more than gold. For the word of God in the hearts of man is something more than 
What is the thing that is more than gold? Your Bible. Do you have it with you? Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe in the word of God. I believe what he says I, I am. And I believe I will be what he says I am. He says I am the head. I believe also I am the head. He said I can do all things. I believe I can do all things through his empowerment. So this morning, say this morning, as the word of God is coming, I will be refreshed. This morning, as the word of God is coming, I will be blessed. Are you happy now? If you are happy, stand up and kiss your Bible for me. Kiss your Bible for me. Hallelujah. I need people that can read very fast. Very fast. Very fast. Holy words. Long peace. For in this world there is a the word of God this morning will benefit you in the name of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter number 23 and verse I want to read verse 11 only. But when you go to the house read from verse 1 to verse 13. You see the story that is written there. Acts gospel chapter number 23 and verse 11. And the night following the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified for me in Jerusalem, so thou bear witness also at Rome. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. What we have here is uh, as the central theme is the Lord is my light and my salvation. You have to listen to me very well so that you can key into what I'm saying. Because I don't know how to manage the time. You have to listen to me very well. The Lord is my light and my salvation. If God is your light and, my, and your salvation, then you don't have problems in the world. Do you believe that? The light will always shine and illuminate all the dark parts. If there is darkness here, assuming these doors are closed, the blinds are put on, and everywhere will be dark. And once you put on the light now, what will happen? Darkness will play away. So as a child of God, which you are a light, when darkness sees you, what happens? It will play away. That is my portion. 
I don't know about you. Hallelujah. So this morning, before you can be a light, God's light will avail to you. I want to assure you that God is doing something remarkable in your life. God is sitting up there watching you. When he watches you, he knows all that is happening to you. So what we are having as a team is that God is watching me and he knows what you are going through. God is watching you. He knows what you are going through. Do you believe that? God's eye is on you. Whatever you are going through, he knows. Whatever problems you have, he knows. We are living in a world, a complex world, where a lot of things happen. Terrible things happen. Unimaginable things happen. But because you and I have God, he's always been seeing us through those difficult times. Not because we are so religious, so faithful. But we talked about grace the other time. His grace is always sufficient unto us because we are his. The Bible recording in Ecclesiastes says there is time for everything. I want to encourage you that the problems you are into now does not mean that God does not see or know. He sees and knows, he appreciates it. But he has an agenda in his heart that he wants to use to perfect the good things that concerns you. What you need is what? Patience and steadfastness. If time permits, I will go into a story of somebody we know very well. And they used to call him a man after God's heart. We want to take a retrospect into the life of David. You see that it was not easy. So, my assurance to you this morning is that there is a time for everything. God has blessed it. Says a time to be born, a time to die, a time to be lifted up, a time to be brought down, a time for persecution, and a time for blessings. Everything is in God's agenda, and He knows. At times we run away, maybe we are pushing something. See, once there is no problems, let me tell you so. Problems precedes promotion. Before you are promoted, before you get to another level, you must pass through problems. So there are other there are some people that are so fortunate. But any position you assume, don't limit the position I'm talking about now. Make it open-ended. Whatever you are, wherever you are in life, whatever you become, before you get to that time, to that place, you must have experienced some difficulties. You must have experienced some challenges. The God that created you has designed. He said in uh, Jeremiah 29, he said, My purpose, my thoughts towards you are what? Good thoughts to give you to an expected end. But before you get to that end, you see that Satan, the devil, does not like good things. He must also always fight once he sees you. When he sees a star, 
You must fight to put down that star. You know what happened when Jesus Christ was born? The three wise men, they were led by the star. Instead of going direct to where God led them, they went first to visit Herod. Not uh, they, through their own imagination, they were thought they, they thought that this king wouldn't have come from another place, but the house of what? Herod, big house. So when the star saw that they have lost track of what, where they went, it disappeared because that is not the mission of God. And when they came out, Herod told them, "Go look where you see. Come tell me. Let me go worship him." When they came out, the star appeared again and began to lead them. So, when the devil sees what God has implanted in you, there must be a fight. And your steadfastness in God will make you overcome. God has made you an overcomer. No evil devastation shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. By the ocean that you are his light, by the ocean of his salvation, he will take away every evil and every hindrance in your way and bless you in the name of Jesus. Now, what are we talking about here now? See somebody like David. David, you know the story of David. The genealogy of David, if I will attempt to just summarize it. The David's grandfather, the grandfather, was a man that was wealthy, a highly respected person. In his time, he went and married a Moabite. It was forbidden that they must not marry from there. Why? When they were traversing the uh, desert, the people, the men of that country refused them food, refused them to buy anything, not even water. So when they came, it, they made it as a law that no woman, are you hearing me? No woman from here will go to marry from there. And now, who has went it to marry Ruth, a Moabite? They came, educated, and the Bible tells me that the moment was uh, Ruth gave birth to the father of David was died. died so the nation the Israelites thought it was that abomination that has killed him but that was not it so when Boaz now said I want to why he went to marry, he wanted to re-establish, to make it clear to them that the forbidding aspect of it was not for a man to go and marry a woman there, but from, for a woman from Israel to go and marry a Moabite. Are we understanding? Are we understanding? I can't hear your voice. So, it became a taboo. Now, when David's father, Yeshua, or Jesse, as we call him, grew up, he had sons, you know, seven of them, including David, eight. Gallant sons. They considered, he considered that 
his upbringing was wrong and that he has caused an abomination. He was not comfortable with the position he was. Even though he was one of those that recounted, the Bible said uh, Jesse was one of the persons that they had to carry because of uh, the, 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 the pronouncement in the book of Genesis that death must come. But as for being holy, he was holy. He could do everything right. So now, when this man considered, he said, I want to change my genealogy so that I will have legitimate children. He considered all of these children illegitimate. David was the last. As at that time, David didn't come. He arranged with the Moabite maid servant. Sorry, with Canaanite maid servant. By name Tama. He said, I want to marry you so that you can give me a legitimate child. Tama now, because of he understood the long period of absence that Jesse has been with his uh, wife. Who was the wife of David? The wife of uh, Jesse. Who was the wife, the mother of David? Elizabeth. There was a long period of absence. Somebody went, drew you up as a wife. He clipped to himself, never talked about you. And this person was in that same you know the palace as it is. He was in sympathy with the woman. So when eventually Jesse came discussing with her, her to come and marry her to get a legitimate child, he said, how can I do such a thing? How can I betray my mother? She went and confided in the Elizabeth. Elizabeth said they agreed to exchange to swap places for the night. So they exchanged. David, just like what happened to Rachel and Lee, uh, Tamar took the place of Elizabeth, and Elizabeth took the place of Tamar. So that night when David, when Jesse went to meet with her, something came up. No, no, nobody knew except David's mother, Tamar, two of them, and God. So the time came. The time came. This pregnancy, after three months, came out and it was visible to every eye. Ah. Jesse was confused. What is happening? As a righteous man, the man with the fear of God, he said, I will not disgrace my wife. By telling people, it stopped me that it's responsible. Tama also, the maid servant said, there is no how I will disgrace my master. So they kept it sealed. When David actually came up, he was put to bed. See that the hatred emanated right from in the one, David was rejected outrightly. That is why they sent him to the field. David never ate where others ate. When they sit on the dining tables eating, 
They made him look for a corner. They pushed them into a little corner. And sit down. For him to sit down there and eat. I don't know what has been pushing you out of trap. I don't know who has been denying your rights. I don't know who has been forbidding everything that God has given unto you. Who has been pushing it out from you. But today, because of this scripture that we are reading. Because of the fact that God is reliant on your salvation. And because of the fact that God is watching you, He will turn a new round for you in, the, in Jesus' name. The purpose of sending David to the field, not just ordinary field, the area where wild beasts are, they were convinced that by the time he goes there, he will not return back. But because David was a child of promise, he had the instrument of God within him, he kept his integrity. He never mingled out. David went and successfully came. For 28 years before his coronation as a king, that was what David went out. So it does not mean that God never saw all the persecution. It does not mean that God never knew what happened. God knew. And he, has, he gave David for a particular purpose. That purpose God created you is for you to liberate your family. That purpose God created you is for you to be somebody that is recognized in your family. And He will do it for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, coming to Acts of Apostles, chapter number 23 and verse 11. God, who saw the persecution of uh, 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 Paul, promised Paul. If you have testified for me here, I will also take you to Rome. Go and testify for me. It does not mean that God never knew what problems Paul went through. The persecutions. To an extent that 40 men, 40 able-bodied men took an oath that they will neither eat nor drink until David is, uh, Paul is killed. Can you imagine? For what? Just for holding on to the gospel. They put him in that dungeon for years. I don't know, your own prison might be something different. But whatever prison they have put you today, today, if Paul was able to escape, he will also escape. If Paul was visited by God, God will visit you. If David was given and crowned, given what God meant for him, whatever God has kept for you will be your portion in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter who. He has promised you. Once God promised, it does not fail. It's not like man that you know, promised today, tomorrow he fails. No. God has promised he will never fall. I will follow. I will follow Jesus. My God has promised he will never fail. Oh, his faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness. Oh, 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 oh,
your life, God has made a promise for you. Look at it critically. You will see God has made a promise for you. What is it that He has promised for you? What is it that God has said He will do it for you? It has taken too long that it has not come. Hold your pen. God never lies. What He says He will do, He will do it. Which are the powers that are pressing you down? Who are those powers? Who are those? Who think they are mountains that cannot be brought down? God is above every other power. I don't know if you believe that. The power of God is above every other power. Am I communicating? Above all powers, above all things, above all nations and all great Above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were there before the world began. Above all wisdom, above all happens to David will bring it to your portion in the name of Jesus. Those that don't want to see you, whatever has been pushed down, you see in Psalm 118, Elizabeth, the mother of uh, David, said the rejected stone has become the chief cornerstone. He was referring to David. He appreciated the long years of suffering, torture, and rejection. God in his time brought him back to where he kept him. So God will do same for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I say God will do same in the name of Jesus Christ for you. There is a song that we used to sing locally. They said, Say sir, sir, say no reyo, hey say sir, say no reyo, Hey, 
that David saw himself. You have seen yourself the situation that Paul saw himself. Who are those fighting against you? Do you have the power? Do you have the way without to confront them? It's only God that can fight for you. It's only God that can take care of your situation. It is only God that has changed things for better for you. Look at yourself. Begin to look at yourself critically. Where has this touched you? Where has this affected you? that there is no way, nobody to tell. Even if you, at times you make mistakes to go and tell your enemy and it will amplify the severity of that sickness. Look at yourself. See, you want to communicate with God now. Tell him, Father, today you brought to fall what affects me. As you help David, as you help Paul, as you help others where they had similar problems, Father, help me today. This is your prayer now. Begin to open your mouth and pray. Tell God, your word has come. It comes and stands sure. It never fails. What you did for our parents of old, do it for me. I see myself in that situation. Father, come to my rescue. Come, Father, come and deliver me. God, Father, come and give me a new story to see. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Everybody should pray. God is able, abundantly able, I'm singing, pray. God is Your job is to pray now. Communicate with God. Talk to Him. He's here. God is here. When you call upon Him, He will answer you. 